This is BYBW, the sports gambling podcast that didn't quite hit Rams covering the spread, but made up for it by losing money on women's curling. Just me? Okay. Uh, what a fucking time to be alive. And I am Joe Public, uh, joined by Rain Man. We got no major football games on the board today. So, Rain Man, I'm just going to ask you, what are you streaming these days? What am I streaming? I'm watching every single end of U.S. men's curling. I'm streaming it on Peacock. I'm the only person with Peacock Plus just so I can watch curling and watch the curling documentary. John Schuster's an American hero. Don't even care about losing money on the Super Bowl because we have this guy to watch and this true greatness. Sorry I asked. The Winter Olympics ratings are down 99.999% except for Rain Man. One Rain Man watching, watching curling. We got Capper. He, he's down with the itis. He chugged some Benadryl right before the show. How's that sitting with you, buddy? You look you look worse for wear. I, I do it in pill form. Oh, baby. A uh, little bourbon and Benadryl. <laughs> <laughs> right now, you just got that cocktail in there. If it makes you feel better, it, I don't think it will affect your performance at all on this pod. It certainly won't. Might make it better. Listen, man, it's the real coach JB here. Man, I hear you've been hanging out with the wrong fucking crowd like a slapdick you are, man. Everybody thought you were fucking smart and all that shit because you watch CNN and MSNBC and fucking Fox News and all that. Sounds like you're a fucking dreamer. You're getting dumber. Get your fucking ass figured out. Go watch the real show. BYBW. Check your game up. Stop being a slapdick. Make today a great day. All right, this is BYBW. You can follow us on Instagram at BYBW Podcast, uh, which we'll, we'll update at some point, uh, you know, maybe. And you can email us, uh, Podcast at gmail.com. Um, we are entering, the gr- this is the longest, the, the point in time where we have to wait the longest before we see more football. It is the off-season abyss where things get kind of weird on this podcast before March Madness. So we're going to lean in a little bit and we're going to cover nine crucial questions this episode a new uh sort of format we're testing out with where uh, y- uh your podcast hosts uh, intrepid and, and knowledgeable on all things we will cover nine questions burning questions that everyone is asking right now we're, we have our ear to the streets and we know what they're talking about and it's all encapsulated in these questions um and you know let's just like just just go into it with question number one of our nine crucial questions. And that is, who who took home the bigger win on Sunday? Is it the Lions fans watching Matt Stafford get a ring or people from Missouri watching a team that dropped them like a bad fucking habit get a ring? Who who had a bigger win on Sunday? I know what Capper's going to say. We're going to go with Rain Man first. Well, I, I mean, you can take a look at, I think, the Lions winning this ring and Lions fans is one of the biggest NFL storylines of the last decade. Tom Brady's been monopolizing all the storylines in the NFL, but this is huge for the city of Detroit. I mean, they were rooting on Matt Stafford more than anyone in California. Yeah, it really is like you're it really is like an ex-boyfriend being like, wow, my ex-girlfriend's fucking this really hot guy now. Isn't that amazing? Yeah, how cool am I? I, I got <laughs> to root for that guy before Hollywood did. I'm as good as Hollywood. That's the city of Detroit. Why they sit and eat their car pan pizza. Capper, I'm going to throw it over to you. Uh, how proud are <laughs> you of Kelly? I don't even know if I want to talk about it. Capper, how proud are you of <laughs> Kelly Stafford for winning this ring? Uh, couldn't have done it without her, obviously. Um, integral piece to the puzzle. Stafford was incredible. It's what you 
it's just what you've talked about and dreamed about and, and no you one's dream- have, no only you have dreamed have about it filleted the man for 12 years for him to win a super bowl somewhere else it nothing feels better do you think she lived with him in detroit yeah they had like a seven million dollar house in detroit you it know was the, wild you know how much their house was you're in well yeah you know these things well here's to the yeah, ground you, just like you said joe yeah um he he's not on social media so you follow kelly and she's everything you'd expect from well, a, did from you a have wag. a favorite did you have a favorite my favorite kelly post from the past uh year was when she posted herself in a neck brace because she slipped down the stairs wearing socks she's just a definitive hot mess i love her yeah you can't you have to love her uh it was a huge win for the city of detroit not only did we have stafford but we had uh, eminem headline like one of the headliners of the halftime show just um, it's about as good as it'll ever get, probably. Eminem really fit with the vibe by being a white dude from Detroit in this celebration of uh, West Coast rap. <laughs> it was really nice to see him there. Uh, I think we covered. We're gonna go to question, burning question, crucial question number two, um, and that relates to a uh, clickbait article sent our way by former BYBW King of the Hill contributor, the Babbler, and it listed. Um, the only teams that they that Sports Illustrated feels are national championship contenders, and they are Gonzaga, Auburn, Arizona, Kentucky, Baylor, Duke, Texas Tech, and Ohio State. They said those were the contenders. And here's the question I'll throw out. If given the option, are you taking one of those teams to win the national championship, or are you taking the field? Um, and you can list someone specific in the field if you like them. Uh, Capra, I'll go to you the, first this time. Um, one of those teams will most likely win the NCAA championship, but I will take the field in this scenario. Yeah. Um, lot that, of, that seems ill-advised. <clears throat> okay. So I think Gonzaga is going to win the championship finally this year. Um, uh, but there are some pretty good teams left off of that list of what eight teams, uh, including Houston, Nova, uh, Tennessee, UCLA, UCLA. Uh, just in the, you're missing a big one too. Purdue. Last year. Purdue. Houston. <laughs> um, I, got I said, em. I said Houston. <laughs> oh, okay. okay um, yeah, yeah, yeah. Just making sure. So Ohio state, Ohio state Ohio was state. in the list. That was one. Of oh, over. Are Purdue? you listening? Stupid ass list. Clickbait. <laughs> no, he's no just I, don't, I don't he's engage a, with rocking, clickbait buddy. capper. Um, you are Purdue 12th, Purdue 12th in Ken Palm right now, uh, which is surprising to me. Number one adjusted offense, but 117th adjusted defense. I don't know if you can get that done in, in March. I'll, I'll give you a quick hot take on Purdue. Jaden Ivey, most overrated player in the country, which is why their offense is not as good metrically as people think. That being said, Travion Williams on defense. Travion Williams his, is the fucking His dirty. ability to command the rim and do rim protection and get rebounds. One of the most underrated players in the country, so that kind of balances out. I think Purdue's for real. That being said, give me the eight. I think there's around 12 teams who could do it. Purdue I think always it's a has Kentucky year, if not Kentucky. They have always have giant people. They recruit Purdue giants. always has some fucking seven four dude on the team every Mott year. Bombs. Every year. This year it's just a big fucking Canadian <laughs> guy. They're they always like they're never that good. They just sort of amble around like a baby giraffe, but they're on the team. I don't know where they fucking find where they where's Matt Payne or finding these dudes. I personally, I think UCLA is undervalued. In general, it's hard for me not to take the field one year after we saw three of the Elite Eight teams come from the Pac-12, like a league that everyone was doubting. This really does feel like a year with a ton of parity, like where I just, I I could see it being kind of like a pretty wild march. 
We we talking the horns? No. Please don't. Please don't. No, we're not talking <laughs> horns basketball. All right, thank uh, God. Thank I wasn't God. prepared for it anyways. No, the horns are not here. Let's but what is here is question crucial question number three. One that we can have a little fun with, touches on the beginning. Rain Man might not have an answer to this because he thinks it's already perfect, but crucial question number three is how would you fix the Winter Olympics, which do suck? Um, well, the sports are super niche. Like, I don't... Niche. 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 We'll go. We'll go niche is, like, more American, right? You know what? I'm coming um, off a, I'm coming off my Jamari I episode. I have no leg to stand on here. I'm still living <laughs> that kind of mixed it. Uh, like, I don't care about long-distance skiing or downhill skiing. Like, you don't know who any of these athletes are, so, like, they're meaningless. Uh, the well, that's a failure of NBC. In the middle of the night, uh, you cannot stay up and watch anything live. You cannot catch highlights on Twitter or uh, social media. Should have given away the rights for free. A total Insane. disgrace. Uh, and also, disgrace. they're playing in China, and like that's all fucked. So um, the IOC is a complete joke. They have no respect for anyone, including themselves. Um, and so, like, what? I mean, how do you fix it? You just probably cancel them. Dude, I like I like angry Benadryl Capper here. You're really on, you're really on your <laughs> just on cancel your game here. cancel the Olympics. Just Capper starting a post post hoc boycott. So well, I will say Winter Olympics, pretty much all the sports diplomatic themselves. boycott here. I can understand why the Winter Olympics like so we're like 42 years after the miracle on ice and like I can understand why the Winter Olympics were a big deal when the only other things on TV were like three channels. So this seemed like a super novel thing. But I think in order to get the novelty back to the Winter Olympics, what you got to do is you got to have them once every 20 years, maybe once every 25 years. And I think all the events that require you to slide down the ice at high speed should only be done by horrible criminals from different countries with zero preparation beforehand, uh, like a new age running man shit. Like China has they a ton of political a skeleton and they, they, They'd love that. Uh, but I just think personally, I, I would love just a surprise element to the luge where it's just unwilling participants. Just me. I also think they Perhaps. like, so I think they should do this with the summer Olympics for sure. And have them in Greece every, every four years, but they should have like a specific host site yeah. for the winter Olympics every year, like Antarctica. Like Antarctica? everyone goes down there. Yeah. Why not? All the, that was the one you thought you thought of the one. Place it's on the pole. So it's in everyone's time zone. Head and you just that is going. genius. Capper. Greenland. Antarctica. Hey, Greenland. Greenland sounds lit. Greenland you know actually what? has ice. Iceland has you know, green. You know what they say about Greenland? Greenland is ice. Iceland is nice. What, what movie is that from, buddy? Where we hear that? Mighty Ducks. Mighty Ducks. That's D2. where I think most <laughs> Americans learned everything they know about Greenland slash geography. Uh, Let's uh, also, uh, if your one meaningful sport is hockey, let NHL players play in. That's not slope style. Should be the coolest sport. They do have. It's a failure in advertising and marketing and building interest. Slope style is awesome. Curling is fun because anyone. Well, a can ton do of it. people watch the watch hockey. They don't have the best players. Yeah, nobody gives so, a shit. So right, but the Olympics didn't have to be about hockey. There's hockey on all other times. Like who cares? I might care, but I don't now. You don't care, Capper. You don't care. You're not going to watch hockey. It doesn't matter. It. We don't care. I'm just saying we could have a running man at the Olympics, and it would be great. Uh, let's go to uh, question number four. Uh, this one, pretty simple. One's got to go. Coffee or booze? 
For permanently or for a period of time? I'm going to call it permanently. Coffee. Coffee's out. That's not even close. <laughs> it's not close. I'm a coffee. Are you serious? I, I, I got other vices. I need my coffee. I'll, uh. No. I can Let, get by without caffeine because you'll get world, used to it. I, like, I was going to say plenty of ways to get caffeinated, but there are plenty of ways to get fucked up too. So. Yeah. I mean, you're this, you're currently, <laughs> you're currently on fucking Benadryl. Like, give me. No, he's on Benadryl and, and booze. bourbon. And yeah. booze. I will. Yeah, if it was like a okay. two or three week stretch, I might say no, no, no to the booze, but permanently, can't have that argument. I think you'd adjust. I think you'd be able to adjust easier to not having coffee. Agreed. I know mine's. I know. I know it's an un, unpopular take. Uh, but yeah, I'm as, uh, I like a little. We know. Co- I like a little, we know. Like you a, don't. You don't have to say it. In the little espresso cup, like <laughs> like in Italia. Oh, Bella. Uh, let's go to the next. Uh, let's go to the next <laughs> crucial question number five. Good work there, guys. Uh, crucial question number five. This is a really important one, which is. Who would win in a Royal Rumble comprised of every college basketball coach? I have a bit of a scouting. I have, I have a bit of... So I'll, I'll give my breakdown at first while you guys think about it. So personally, I think the favorite would be Frank Martin. Like, bulging eyes, furious Frank Martin. Most terrifying man on the planet. But he seems like the guy that it would... There'd be like 14 dudes trying to... Put, put him over the top rope like one leg at a time <laughs> like they all sort of go after him i think bruce pearl would be the most game he has shirts off right away i think I pearl's <laughs> lubed up like i think he's, he's oiled up and he's he, gonna be tough to bruce pearl slippery cross he strikes me as just like he's gonna cross he's gonna sacrifice his body he is game for this situation and i think he'd do pretty well but i got a sneaky one for you <laughs> I think Coach K would be the schemer of the bunch. He slides under the bottom rope early on. People think he's he's eliminated. got a chair down there. Yeah, taped and to then the, taped to the you top. You got to go ring. over the top to get out. But then I think he he comes in with the chair, just pushes him over. He secures his spot. WrestleMania finale. Uh, I think I covered pretty much exactly what happened. But do you have any takes here? Yeah, I I, I think you're missing a huge a huge player here, and that's Penny Hardaway, six seven. <laughs> Over 250, no. only 50 years old, and loves to drop bags. You think anyone's touching him? He's got to have. A, he's going to have a whole army of like fake assistant coaches and players standing in I between mean, him and whoever's trying to throw a punch. If we're going down this wingspan, land, if we're going down this this road, you got it. You got to talk about Patrick Ewing then. Towers oh, I was over. thinking about Patrick Ewing. I just think Penny Hardaway is probably a little more athletic. Yeah, it's tough for those guys over seven. I don't know. Undertaker that is. Take um, tell that to Taker. What about Mark Adams, Texas Tech? Guy I used to box. Do you think his hair would hold up? <laughs> so, Mark, I, you I, might I, drunk I drive any, over soon, someone. I don't think anything would hold up. He's over as soon, 60. As soon, as soon as someone reaches for that fucking rug, he's going to shriek and just eliminate himself. Uh, I'm calling that. Uh, you know, Bob Huggins? Bob Huggins, he just strikes me. He just belly slams. Backyard. You remember, you remember Rikishi? Bob Huggins is like guy who could start bum. He could start bum fights. Bob, I could see Bob Huggins doing the Rikishi thing where he just sits on a dude's face. It's fine. Uh, I think I think, I think he's more of like a bum fights type guy. <laughs> That's just West Virginia talking. Uh, sorry to any West. Sorry to any listeners who might be offended by that. Uh, <laughs> they know. Uh, let's go to crucial question number six, which is uh, what sport. 
other than basketball, should Russell Westbrook play because he's clearly not wanted in basketball? I'm going. Dressage? Is this a new Ooh, one, huh? I like that. Yeah, dressage. No, I think personally, I think Russell Westbrook would be an incredible safety in the NFL, but he also seems like the perfect type of head case for tennis. I think Russell Westbrook would be incredible. I don't think Russell Westbrook has the hand-eye coordination to play tennis. Have you seen him try to shoot a jumper? Well, you've seen him try to th- shoot a free throw. Uh, <laughs> what is I just think he wants to look nice on pretty horses. Like I feel like that's the clear answer here. I can Maybe see him. Westminster dog. I could see him being a solid wrestler. Like just having so a Maltese do tricks in front of everyone while he wears a nice suit. Rifle me. I think Rain Man. Oh, speaking, of, you know what's? Um, I love the. If we're talking, we're going back to Winter Rifle Olympics. Me. Have you guys watched the fucking biathlon, the James Bond? No, app, where you got it. I'm, I'm boycotting. Uh, I mean, I, I get it. <laughs> That's like a respectable decision. Apologize probably. to Capper Joe. You wasted his time. <laughs> I'm sorry. But you, you ski. I'm still boycotting. You ski and you shoot at stuff, and it's just a sport. <laughs> It's just like a sport they do. That's okay. I, I'll never. Why don't they I have the? It. Why don't they have the dog racing, like a Diderot? Fuck, that'd be sick. Because then people would actually watch. Yeah, yeah that would be amazing. That. Yeah, that's the problem. Can't do that. Uh, let's uh, let's go to crucial. It's like the questions. Summer Olympics version of speed walking. Oh, I love the, I love the way those all those people the, the men speed. That's the way everyone's on the hips. In their ass. It's a it's yeah. amazing. Uh, Dislocating their legs. Just a walk. <laughs> Let's quickly. Make, okay, walk except make it horrible. Uh, <laughs> I think. Let's go to the crucial question number seven. Um, who is your current NBA title favorite? Who do you think will win the NBA title? It's tough. It's it a depends tough if year. Kevin Durant's going to come back healthy or not. I'll How go many, the Bucks. I, I will say how many seasons have we had where that question requires that much pause? I think that that's the well for the NBA. Uh, no, I, I gotta say the Bucks. They're the defending champs. Giannis just put up that fifty-point game. If he turns it off in the playoffs, uh, turns it on, he probably will be the best player in the NBA with KD coming back from injury. So gotta go Bucks. I think the favorite is the Warriors. Oh, I think my uh, personal Steph favorite Curry's is kind of kind of slowed down a bit recently. That's the thing, though. It's like February. Who cares? Doesn't matter. That's true. It doesn't matter. He so Lakers, fire in the playoffs. And AD. Um, I personally give me the Heat. Okay, I'll give them to you. Jimmy Butler's so angry. I mean, he's pretty angry. Yeah, and they like they have a pretty solid roster. They're finally healthy. Name They're... name three players on the Miami Heat. Go go go. Go Jimmy quick. Butler. Jimmy okay. Butler. Jimmy Butler. Uh, Dwayne Dedman. Really? That's the second player you're naming on the Miami Heat. <laughs> That's what I'm saying, dude. They got a deep team. You got Jimmy Dedman's Butler and Dwayne Dedman. The Keep going. One more. One more. This is easy. Uh, this is easy. One one player on the Miami Heat. I know. Heat. Don't it's say Alonzo Mourning. Don't say Alonzo Mourning. You're looking up Miami Heat right now. It's, trying to I'm not. I'm staring right at you. I'm staring right at you. Hands showing. You're fucking How did you Benadryl get Dwayne Dedman? Brain. Can't think of Gorn, one more. Goran Dragic. 
Gordon Dragic is such a... He, he got traded like two years ago, man. Dude, <laughs> this, the You're back so, on the bubble. <laughs> this, there, you couldn't, couldn't get Tyler Hero or Kyle, Kyle Lowry? Kyle Lowry? Bam Adebayo? Oh, we got Kyle Duncan Lowry's Robinson, America's darling. Duncan Bam's Robinson, been great. That's what I'm home. saying. Bam's been has, great. Tyler, Bam been, Tyler's great. Are you sure Bam's you been great? Because you just didn't know he existed five I'm seconds just saying. ago. Uh, I, I know they're good. A great Kyle guy. I was just, I was just tricking you guys to make sure no, you, you named all their superstars. Just, and you should blame the B and B and just the move on. The reason why I wanted to, well, I think Eric Spolstra. Ever heard of him? Four-time NBA champ. So this is the team that. So Three. What team? What the team that currently has the biggest handle on on bets and like futures bets on their side is the Phoenix Suns, and I think. You cannot deny that they are absolutely the favorite to win the title this year. I'll deny absolutely. him. I'm denying him. No, it's a start. Yeah, it's pretty, a stars league. To stars they league, have, and the, once the playoffs happen, and they don't have the big name stars, they have a five well, and a half. Pretty, Devin Booker is fucking. Devin Booker is good, but Booker's he's not superstar. Giannis. He's not Steph Curry. He's not Kevin Durant. And it's he's pretty not clear that it's pretty clear that Chris Paul wasn't the issue in Houston. What surrounds Devin Booker is is great. DeAndre Ayton is great. Like I think he's like a top Chris, thirty player at best. He's not. He's good. not better but, than that. But I think the it's point is great, like especially every, as they have like an athletic, super athletic center. But they have a roster that complements. Like they have a roster where the pieces fit together so well, and they've just been on this upper trajectory where like they went undefeated at the bubble. They make the finals last year. This year they are the clear number one seed in the West, not even close. They are, they have a five and a half game lead on the West. Yeah. They regular won, season. They have won 10 more games than my, than the Miami heat in the East. And I find it interesting <laughs> that like people, that people don't want to give them their due. That what they 76ers could be interesting. East is more competitive. If Harden loses a little bit of weight. I mean, 76ers, I think are the, you know, this is the year they got to do it. Uh, it's gonna be interesting to see, like, if they Harden do... already lost all his weight. Did you see how? Did you see how? He's Harden, so slim now. Harden apparently didn't put in the paperwork in time to like opt in for like another year with the Sixers. They said it was like a, yeah. a clerical issue or something. My question is like, if they end up, if this ends up crashing, he and faxed burning, it over to the local strip club on accident. <laughs> I mean, just be more efficient about it. He he's uh, opting into the Philly strip clubs for the for the next two years. Dude, I I I I I support uh, supporting. Harden uh, seems like a Clipper. Local workers. He seems like a Clipper. What does that even mean? Yeah, I feel like he'd enjoy being on LA, but he wouldn't enjoy being anyone's second best. So he can't be on the Lakers. Well, we'll he see. is this. He just went to a team where he's the second best from a team where he's the he second best. He doesn't think that. Harden didn't think that. Hate to see it. Did you see Joel? He tried. He, there was a video of uh, him trying to teach Joel Embiid his like specific step back jumper, and then Joel Embiid tried it in a game, and he both traveled and had the shit blocked out of him. It was like the funniest <laughs> fucking thing I've ever seen. Uh, so this is a this is a tangential question, kind of on the same topic, but who would you rather have on your team? That right now. Ben Simmons or Kyrie Irving? <clears throat> what I state mean, am I in? Yeah, because yeah, <laughs> like, Kyrie can play in every yeah, uh, I'll home take game a as long full, as he's not a net or a net. Full strength right? Kyrie Irving over an unknown in Ben Simmons. Yeah, I think this one's pretty easy. I mean, Kyrie is a 
complete asshole, but Ben. So it's Ben. <laughs> I mean, here's what I I'll say. I don't want to say too much. He's no, just a dickhead, ben, too. Ben Simmons is tougher to say because he's t- – so, look, he, he's been talking about it's a mental health issue, that type of thing. You cannot deny how weird it is for this to come up in conjunction with – blowing playing very very poorly in the playoffs and philly being really mean to him i would love to see the Nets sixers series but i personally think ben simmons on the nets might be a slightly better asset because of what he can do defensively taking slack off of kevin durant and i also this is a side thing but like i like that pat and this is going to sound so dumb in retrospect when it all falls apart but i think Ben Simmons being able to be on the team with Patty Mills, who's a fellow Australian and also sort of a mentor, isn't a bad thing. Because it's pretty clear that, like, in the 76ers locker room, they just weren't fucking Simmons buying. needs leadership. They just, like, weren't buying what he was selling. Joel Embiid was not cool with him. He clearly, there's clearly just such a disconnect. I do think he probably respects Patty Mills as a fellow countryman. If he doesn't, then it would be weird. And I'm wondering whether th- they get a little more out of him. Also... He's vaccinated. Cool. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, but that only matters when you're playing New York and the Nets. Yep. You know. Apparently. Whatever. And also in places with COVID. Uh, (laughs) Let's let's go to crucial question number nine. I saved the very best for last because I I solicited some of these questions from our from uh, my my fellow from Skip podcast our our friend Skip Bayless. And this was the question that made me laugh the most. And it was, if you think gas is expensive, are you poor? (laughs) I can't throw that out to the crowd. Who wants to take that one first? Um, I mean, the answer is unequivocally yes. Obviously, obviously gas is more expensive than it was a year ago, two years ago. We get it. We know. But like when you break it down, it's like probably about a dollar more per gallon. You're filling up a ten to fifteen gallon tank. That's how many miles per gallon? Dollars, right? Well, it depends on your car. So like that's the thing. If you're driving a car that just wreaks havoc on the earth, yeah, you're probably pretty pissed off. I get it. But like when you look at it, when you look at it, you pay more for a gallon of milk than you do for a gallon of gas. And nobody drinks fucking milk. You can't go 25 miles on a gallon of milk. No, you don't need that shit, you know? So like gas in, in theory, pretty cheap still. Okay. BYBW challenge, 25 mile race. All you have is a two gallon jug of milk to accompany you. (laughs) (laughs) Comparing gas to milk. You get never thought about it that way, but that's the most genius thing I've ever heard. Milk. You don't even need. No one likes it. No one drinks it. Everyone's drinking almond and cashew and pecan milks these days. Oat milk. Also, also and way it's more, more expensive, expensive than something that's deep underground that we have to risk people's lives in the deep ocean to procure. Gas like is in cheap. general, in general, like gas should be way more expensive. We should also be internalizing the negative be... externality of pollution and global warming and climate change. Cheap. It should be at least ten dollars a gallon. The thing I never understood is like, okay, like how people make a big deal, like. Oh, this one's ten cents less per gallon. Like it's like you're gonna drive across town for that. You're gonna drive across town because <laughs> yes. it's ten. You ever cents heard less the gas buddy app per, per gallon? Well, That's you never. 
like I, in theory, yes, it's like a lot of money, are ten cents just, a gallon. Are we just but like, like if you're filling trip, up ten we gallons, we used to do that shit all the time, and we almost ran out of gas so much because we'd see a ooh. Two ninety six. I think we should keep driving. This is uh, like I really, you. You end up saving like at most a dollar when you fill up. I really love this folksy down <laughs> like I get podcast it. we have where we're just calling people poor and making. This is how I we get finally it. get canceled. It wasn't no, I of get our previous it. Previous name. It's because of this. But like, you also have to drive places unless you live in like New York City or like. You can walk. Chicago. You could bike. You could take the public transportation system. But like for the most place cities, you got to drive. You know, what? Problem, not right, get you know what? You're not I'll gonna just not say get it. gas. I'll say it. I'll say it because no one else will. Gas is expensive. I said it. I said it. Gas is so no one's gonna say it. I'll say it. Gas is expensive. Poor. <laughs> You're so brave, Jeff. Poor. Yeah. Yeah. Broke. <laughs> dead ass. Dead ass. I don't even know. I got a car. I just go to the gas station. This is this is why Joe is a UT fan because him and Vince Young, they're the exact same. We both, we both blew it all at Cheesecake Factory. I don't know what to tell you. <laughs>